This is the Common Sense Podcast presented by Tamar. I'm your host, Tamar Weinberg, founder and CEO of Tamar, and I will be talking to people of all walks of life who have suffered adversity and overcome to rise above the ashes and now make self-care and wellness an absolute priority. Hi, everybody. Today, I am enjoying somebody else's outdoors. Um, In my podcast, we got the audio and the video going on this time around, uh, and I have Christina Cruz-Soltes, she is, she's sitting outside in a chilly weather. I'm not entirely sure where, but I am going to learn. I will say that she has a cool view. <laughs> I will say that I am recording this podcast indoors because I sort of am beholden to that, but and with, with the equipment that I have. But where are you? Thank you so much for joining. Hi, Jamar. This is Christina, yes, and I am uh, based here in San Francisco, California, Um it's not always as sunny as I like to enjoy the days, but uh, today is kind of early. So who knows, maybe in a little while the sun's going to come out. And yeah, I'm enjoying the outdoors. It's a great time to just breathe some, some nice air, you know, <laughs> some good air, fresh air. And catch all of you and your view or your listeners. Yeah, yeah, well... I, I yeah I forgot it's it's early there it's it's nine a.m. so you haven't really had uh, you're not, you're not obviously not peaking in your in your day so but I, I can't I what what is the I I'm sorry for asking a clearly weird question but what is the weather like in the spring in San Francisco is it is it I, I assume you're gonna like you're hitting the seventies now or is it like in the fifties and the sixties because you are wearing a sweatshirt because it's like I said there are days when. At this time and even earlier, the sun is already showing up and you can see it in through the windows. You, you know, you feel it once you go out and you walk around. Uh, so it, it, there, we have microclimates here. So it's kind of tricky which part of the city you're in. And then even when you say spring and everybody kind of associates the city with fog, it's not really as predictable as we like to envision it with how the city is described. And again, it's it's just these microclimates, the timing, and the changes that's happening right now. So, so yeah, uh, lately I've been able to walk around um, and enjoy some sun. Uh, and yet there are days, I can't remember how many times it rained. I don't even remember um, experiencing rain for me to remember. So I'm getting a lot of like sunny days right now and few cloudier, you know, days yeah. when I just can't imagine. I grew up in Florida, so the only reason why like my compare comparison is South Florida. But it, it in if, if it was May for if it was May fourteenth in South Florida I'd be outside wearing shorts and probably <laughs> these days I'd be like naked because it's so global warming has made it so that I'm so hot. But yeah. um, yeah. yeah, if you go a little bit towards the Bay Area, of course you get a, li- a lot more sun, but hey, there's a different vibe in the city, you know, it's a different population here, right. too. So That's true. I'm, I'm enjoying every, every chance that I can, you know. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you, let me ask you another question about your area. Like, what is it, I know, because we're still in the midst of coronavirus here, and I'm kind of curious to hear... You know, I know that there was a, an outbreak in your area. Um, I'm not sure how significant it was and how the impact t- direct to you. 
I'm in New York, so we definitely had it in a big in a big way. But uh, how was it? How how has it been over there? Uh, you know, people before before I even understood what allergies meant, having moved here, I find that people the attitude of people has always been hyper cautious of so many different things and allergic to this allergic to stuff that you never even realize exists and so i think it's just consistent reaction and way of dealing with the environment and with each other so there's not much change in how the kind of people that chose san francisco or that were were really here or moved here how they interact and how they respond to something like that because like i said um it's just natural for a lot of people here to to do to be ahead in terms of precautionary measures you know so that's how and given the density of this place and the size of it right between yeah. Canada and California, right? I mean, you would, think, you would think they, you know, New York should have figured it out, but they didn't. <laughs> and it's, it's, I think that everyone, I am hearing that in Korea now, after they lifted the, you know, the restrictions and, and gotten, gotten back to normal or something that's hitting them again. And, you know, there was a moment where they're the stars after they were the the notorious one that you know that's part of all the, the other countries that were looked at as the source of all this and and all that news right. so i try not to get too caught up in all these things i think it's just too intense right now and just it's important to just focus on the, the things that are really important right, right? Well, that's that's you know, I definitely would say I, that's how I feel about politics. <laughs> you know, I try yeah. not to focus too much on it. In terms of the coronavirus, I was sort of the same way. You know, I had a cognizance. I had an awareness of it. And then all of a sudden it hit my community. And all of a sudden we had to shut down. And I ended up having the virus. So, you know, once it affects you, it's insane. But what I yeah. think is important is that, like you say, you need to be hyper vigilant. But you should not necessarily be dismissive of it. And it sounds to me that the right. attitude that you have is that, I have an awareness. I'm gonna, I'm gonna practice. I'm gonna be smart, but I'm not gonna be ridiculous like half of the world that's in denial that things are even happening and oh, let's walk around and not and you know put other people at risk. That is that is yeah. an attitude I don't, I don't, I don't prescribe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So okay, cool. So tell me what you do. Where what? And I know I assume you have some trajectory of like how you got to where you are today. So tell me a little bit about what that looked like oh it's a, it's a real journey so i i was born and raised in the philippines uh and in the province uh then i i was really in the similar place of many people who were very down because there's some sort of a disconnect in your realities or you're going to let's say you know, college and all the great stuff. And then back home, you experience something, something so, so uh, personal that does not, that's not connecting with what you have or that you're able to access. 
So I, for a moment, I just couldn't, I couldn't keep going. I just couldn't keep functioning the way I normally function. And so I just said, you know, I'm going to let go of this beautiful heaven or paradise. And I'm just going to be there where, where this, this is just bothering me. So I went back and then just kind of spent time doing that. And then at some point there's a person connected with me virtually during the days where Okay. So during the days when the inter- the beginnings of the internet, I suppose, or I, my familiarity with the internet was at the really earliest stage, um, someone virtually connected with me who comes from an extremely like techie world and and a geek at that. And then the culture is also like more European and more yeah, more just very different from mine. And so because of that interaction, I ended up creating like this art fest that I've never really done before where I brought I brought the tribe groups in the mountains, you know, Philippines made up more than 7,000 islands. So what I did was I connected a couple of different artists and put together like a four-day art festival of some sort where there's workshops and and there's theater, musical, there's martial arts, there's um, all these different gallery, you know, all these different activities in four days that I was able to get completely sponsored. And having done that, I had no background in doing something like that. I just didn't, I didn't really know that it was not a natural thing for everyone. So I just sort of like wanted to have an outlet for all the things that I was experiencing inside and to come up with something that shows what I what I want if I was a kid there or if I was, you know, if I was dreaming that someone would give me a gift, an experience that I could never have imagined or 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 I don't know, or see. And right. so from there from there, that same thing, that same person that inspired me or showed me that I had it, that I could, I could, I could dream and create something that, that was sort of magical. I got invited further. And then from then on, the next thing I know, I have this, I have this whole new life here in California. (laughs) That is, then now my goal is to be able to link share and be sort of that golden cake bridge spirit that that shares Mm -hmm. my experiences and accomplishments here back home as a jumping as a jumping point but everywhere else where i can keep creating that relationship and that home you know because when you leave the way i just but the way i migrated it's it's a certain shock People who never experienced that transition probably not understand that they evolve so much during that whole journey and the processes go through, right. you know, right. and it's just like really you're, you're, you're waking up every day and thinking, I'm going to get through this. <laughs> yeah, so right. now, 
had sharing with you the outdoor views, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing that, you know, coming from the Philippines is, is a big deal. The lifestyle, the standard of living, I mean, coming from, from there, especially, like, that's got to be... That's got to be Why? huge. It's crazy. My my husband, he went to Cambodia in October. And I mean, just uh -huh. the difference, the difference. You could buy like a, six, a, a sandwich, uh, a chicken sandwich there for $3. And you buy it here for like 15 <laughs> Like, I mean, it's crazy. The, just the, <laughs> the hotels are $7 a night in the in, uh, the, yeah. in the normal hotels. And <laughs> like it's and those are like, you know, four-star hotels. It's good. Uh, Disorienting. I, I can promise you. It's one thing. It's disorienting. Everything that's is a, that's done. A, that's a very fair way to say it. So I'm sure yeah. for you, you must have had some massive culture shock in terms of it's everything. Just, it's just, it's, it's just the expectation. I think it's more the expectations of people who uh, you think that you should be anchored on or anchoring yourself to. And uh, the realization that it's beyond that and it's really what you make of it right yeah so how long ago was this that that you came to came to california it was back in like the y2k you know oh. <laughs> the y2k <laughs> craziness where they say oh at 2000 digits everything is down because of the binary code and this <laughs> and that like everyone's in panic i remember i was in hong kong that's and so it was like a fantastic trip. And my mom was telling, you better get your ass back here. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so funny. Oh, my God. It's I, like, well, I look at you. You look like you're not you're not that that like you, this happened 20 years ago. I will say that. So, <laughs> but, yeah, it's fine. It's quite like a, quite a ride. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's amazing. I am very I'm like, gotta say that's that's gotta be the very very cool like i get do you travel a lot do you make do you you you, you, you it's just yeah. you, your family's still there your oh, mom's telling you yeah. to get your ass back there Actually, still that's a very good question uh i do have family there my mom actually just passed away she passed mm. away uh yesterday oh wow and, what we're doing the podcast today yeah oh, and man. i said i'm you know so what? sorry you know here's why if there was something that I can share with my mom right now and that's gonna crack her up, it's this. It's exactly the way we roll, you know? <laughs> oh, wow, wow, I love it. But at the same time, I'm so sorry. We're like another side of the country and I just, oh man. Yeah, and, and if you imagine at this time where COVID is a reality and an experience beyond your wildest dream, for the people in those type of countries, it is definitely not something you would want to miss or you would want to not know about. It's right. just life. It's beyond. And that's why I think it's even more compelling for me, given that the things that I watch from, you know, from far, from far away as um, somebody who decided to, you know, chase the dream, be part of that rainbow, you know, and then look at the other side and say, what? And then all of a sudden you're wrapped up in that, that what, and that how, and that why. And then you start looking at yourself and thinking, then what am I going to do? You know, and that's where you see yourself rise up about anything, anything, even yourself. I love that's that. how, and that's just how you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta figure it out, you know? Yeah. You Probably. know, 
on a scooter. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, let me tell you something. So, you know, I know that the coronavirus is now a global thing. And the world, every single country is reacting in a certain way. But at the same time, I take the same attitude. This is unprecedented. I have to say to some degree, and I think this word is offensive to some people, but it's cool. Like, we are living something that is freaking historical. It is the perspective that you have on it. If you, if you, like, we're all... First of all, we're all living it together, but we're living something something so incredibly different together. And I think that particular in perspective is so, so, so important. I think that instead of everybody saying, oh my God, we're all in the bad place, like let's be sad like Eeyore or something like that. Let's be, I guess, is it t- Tiger? T- Pooh? Well, right. like let's be like, let's jump around. Let's, let's milk the presence for what it's worth. Try to exude, squeeze out the, um, the, the, find the silver lining, try to do things that you can do while you, while you're living that moment. And eventually we will go all living our lives the same, almost the same way that we used to in the past. I think that, I think that a lot of people don't look at it with that perspective. They look at it as, oh my God, it's the end of the world. Listen, it's not going to last forever. We're all going to get through, get through it. Things are going to suck for a while. I mean, I was in depression. I was depressed for 10 years. I didn't really have an awareness of it for nine years of it. And, right. But, I mean, once I that happened, I, I was just like, okay, I get it. And you know what? Nothing lasts forever. It really doesn't. Uh-huh. I even think, right. you know what? I could have probably, I, I used to be super self-conscious of my own, like anything that I said, I was afraid of how people would think about me. And then I started to think, it's really me being hard. It's more of my own insecurity. And even the worst things that happen, people eventually forget. Like the worst mm-hmm. things that happen. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't know if you're going to forget like a Bernie Madoff scandal. But like, if you say something a little bit, um, a little bit too, uh, you know, too controversial. Okay, so the news will be on it. For, you'll have your 15 minutes of fame and then things move on. And that's it. That's that's how I that's how I look at the world. I think that eventually we are all going to be fine. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you say that you're rising, like you have this rise above the ashes story, and I you kind of talk about it through that. So tell me, like, do you have like a specific story that you'd want to talk about? I know, I know, like you're. I love the positive attitude, so I'm sure I'm going to get some nice, nice tidbits from you. But I'm kind of curious to hear. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of different things. And I like to, I like to be able to, to present different things in, in the best way, in the smoothest way possible. I don't know. I mentioned before that uh, I'm also an olive oil sommelier. I went through this program in September of 2019. So that's just a few months back. And uh, I have very strong relationships with some producers of of olive oil and that's one of that's the healthiest fruit that you have in terms of what great stuff you can get from it you know like polyphenols and all the things that you know you wish you would incorporate in your system so that you could thrive and you could stay beautiful and you could feel beautiful and you could be you know the best that you can imagine and so uh i try to do the same thing that what that, that olive oil, if you look at it, what it does is uh, you 
you have this mix of ingredients and you try to bring the best of all the ingredients that you can put together and blend it and then you create an experience that's elevated and then you you put that in yourself and you know that wow now this is me now i'm this wonder woman or superman or batman or whatever right whatever superhero that you feel or popeye right for the spinach so i like to blend different things and one of the things that i experience in this season is just i'm not sure if i would say that i would come back to the same person and be and and be okay with everything that's going on and be okay watching the people that are very far from me experiencing things that to me here in this country where we live you in new york and me in california where it's almost our own countries right where we have a population where we fight for our freedom and where we stand up for our beliefs and know how to engage in conversations and debates and looking at the philippines and the filipinos where what we're we're known for and and what's ingrained in our dna is to care and give up ourselves and because of that even the way we handle burial is ridiculously different and having said that i'm gonna tell you just by the way my mom had to be placed in uh you know the the ground where she has to be i barely had time to blink and they put this on on us on my family and I, you know, I, 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 I'm practically trapped here doing this whole thing that I do in my world that looks to a lot of people outside seems to be the paradise. But I think that unless I'm able to have people that I care for join me and experience this paradise, it's never really going to be that. And so if you ask me again, that change I'm never, ever really going to be that same person I was yesterday, five minutes ago, three seconds ago. I'm not. And uh, I think that everybody just needs to look at it the way it is outside ourselves and understand how that connects to the very core of who we are. At the very basic chemical that we're made of, you know, just to, to our ver- to our core, to the thing that binds us together, to what unifies us, you know, as an entire vastness of many different things. How do we just resolve this without having to always trigger pain and trauma right. and chaos? How the heck do we just figure the freaking thing out? Yeah. And that takes this process and that's why when you say yeah look at it it's great yes that part i will agree that it is something but great is a perspective and it is relative to who experiences a moment with each other and so it is important really to be conscious of that and conscious of each other so when we say something it's a signal for many different things for nature for the people across, for the person next to you, for yourself that you can't even recognize. It's yeah. a signal. So if you want to send the right signal, then be conscious. And it's not enough that we just sit down, look at what's going on the TV, look at what's going on in the news, 
but interact and engage ourselves with real things, real people, yeah. real environments. See how the catastrophe is hitting each other. Right. You know, you know, the perspective I like to embrace, and I think this is not something I was able to live or do for a very long time. And it ties into this, but a little bit not so directly to today's like coronavirus. I think it's very important for us to be socially responsible for the sake of our neighbors. I think that that that's what? a given. And I think that that's what you're trying to say also. Absolutely. But I think um, also when it comes to, especially because in our context of what we're doing in, in business, it also, it's it, like, we also need to kind of uh, embrace an abundance mindset in the sense that, and, and this is something that I personally wasn't able to understand for a very long time, um, that we, we, feel, we feel that there's a lot of scarcity and scarcity right. and there's a limited amount of, of things that, you know, we don't want to share. We don't want to, we don't want to celebrate our, our peers' successes because they might sacrifice our own. And yes. I felt that way for a long time. I would say that, you know what? I was not happy that this person got hired for this job because I thought, oh, maybe I could have gotten done it. Like, you know, and, and I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't understand some of these things that were going on in the world. And I, uh, it was, it was, it was very difficult. And recently I realized, you know what, I'm going to launch a business. I might upset people. I might make people jealous, but at the same time, I'm not going to. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm a member, like we met in a, in a, the capacity of like the women's founders group, I think. And like, you know, that's, that's a great, like, I want to celebrate every single woman founders success, everybody's success. It's not about, right. like, I'm not upset. I will never be jealous that this person is more financially stable than I am. I'm never going to, I don't look at the world that way. And I think most of us do. And that's what, when you, when you take a massive risk like this, you need to be open to like have this caring mindset. Like that's why it kind of ties into what you're saying, have a caring mindset and be happy for everybody's gain because that if you are, you will gain too. Yeah, their win is your win. That's, That's correct. correct. Yeah. So, if you look at yeah, it another is... way, if you look at it that the, the the world is working against you, like it's never about the other person. It never is. Don't make it about right. yourself. Don't look at it that way. And it's very difficult. I've been trying to like articulate that to people. Like I've made a decision. I didn't even think about you. Like some people all of a sudden they think, oh, like what? And you know, no, it's not about you. It's it's about the fact that. You know, if I'm pursuing my business, I'm making my business look forward. I wish I can figure out an exact, exact example right. I was thinking about it the other day. I think I, 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 I sort of understand why, because some people's businesses really directly impact others. And it because of that connection, right, and that impact itself, it it disturbs them. It disturbs their their way of of uh, running their business or or living and and that. And that kind of reaction to each other is what makes it chaotic, and so so I get that that it's it's a, it's a challenge or a resistance to others if it does not sync up with them. So the right. syncing up is the the piece that makes it crucial. And how do you really do that? And again, it's like I said, it's it's a signal that you're sending out, and the way you signal that that you throw that. And so um, how do I look at that? Not too long ago, I had a talk with someone from the um, Federal Reserve. She handles the cultural part. But when I shared with her the other projects that I have going on, 
she was excited. She says, you don't really need that. But people, you know, in the startup scene, the founders need to be conscious of the fact that when you scale, you got to look at the security part and notice how many security companies are coming up right now, right? Because of the scaling part, it's so prone to getting exploited as well. I think even small businesses doesn't even have to scale like that. But maybe because of your the size and that the fact that you're a small business, it's easier to control and manage you. But if you become that kind of monster where you're gremlin, right? You're the gremlin, then that's what, like how the heck is like this virus? And and when you're in the startup scene, one of the things that will investors will ask you is the virality and forgetting that component of security part. How does that get exploited? Like for me, you know, as much as, oh, I love, I love the youth. I love kids and I love, you know, happiness and all this. So everyone who's actually anti that or makes, exploits that will follow me too, right? And will catch everything that I catch because I'm it. I'm it. All they got to do is uh, run to me and they get everyone. (laughs) So how the heck do you manage something as bizarre and as, you know, like dual as that, that polarity, that synchronicity? How the heck do you deal with that, right? And so that's where all this complexity comes in. And so it's, it's understandable that you went and still go through those things if you engage in those kind of conversations you know, with everybody trying to say, hey, come on, we all got, we have enough. But, but yeah, I think it's when that really sinks in where just find your spot. Everybody's got a role here. Everybody's got a playground. We gotta, we just gotta have the most and best of our time. Right. You need to be receptive to this type of message. Not everybody is, but there's a, a great author that I like to read and his books are amazing. Robin Sharma. I really, really will leave he says a lot a lot of this he says that like he his one of his more recent books is a leader without a title like everybody can lead they don't necessarily have to have a specific designation to who they are that everybody can be the ceo of the company you're the ceo of your specific role even if you're not necessarily ceo of the company like that's the philosophy that i think people need to understand we were all put on this earth for a reason let's take advantage of it and, and seize the day and and find and find our calling it's going to take some time i didn't find my calling for 30 something years and all of a sudden i figured it out i'm hoping that this is the right call but you never know you know um I'm, yeah, I feel- you're sounding it you're sounding it you got the even the sound the, the accent itself you know yeah you got the new scene going on in your voice I have no regrets for where I am. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I needed, I needed some hard, I needed to suffer adversity. I needed to endure some hardship before I got to where I was. But you know, at that, at those points, I wasn't seeing the world in this light. And I think you, like, for most people, that it's going, it, it, it takes a lot of growing. It takes a lot of, I don't even know, trauma to hit a certain point to recognize Maybe. that you know what, there's good after that, the, that bad. I don't think yeah. people see that. Yeah, yeah. Endurance. Endurance. Yeah. You got to endure through this. And yeah, you build up a lot of endurance. You, you might have to do it at a different pace. Like, that's actually an interesting thing. I like, I'm a runner, or I'm, I try to be a runner, and I'm a very, very slow runner. 
I realized yeah, yeah, that yeah. if I were working, if I were running faster, I wouldn't have the endurance. But if, because I'm hey, running slower, hey, hey. I ha- I can run a lot. I, I run, I run farther. You, there you, you go. Know, sprints, not, no one could really, like, it's a marathon, not a sprint. But if you think about it, you can never, you can't run the same 100, you can't run the same speed for an 100 meter race as you would be doing for a mile or, or more. Unless you're like uh, Usain or something. <laughs> yeah. Usain Bolt. Um, but, you know, that's that's something you need to think about you need to there is going to be you're going to have to work at a slower pace and you're going to have to you're going to you're going to find some obstacles on the way yeah anyway going to that because i'm talking about self-care i want to hear a little bit about what you do besides sitting outside and enjoying all the all the sun which is good because vitamin d is apparently great for the coronavirus yeah it's it just does so much for you even mentally, right? And it connects you to Earth. It connects you to the source of energy. I mean, what does what does sun even do? Not just to us, right? Plants, look at it. All day long, all night long. That's what they bathe with sunshine and the moonshine, right? So I I do try to connect with nature. I write. I uh, I have a lot of creative people around me. I also have a lot of like more engineer folks around me so I have a blend of people the same way that like I said you know the the interest that I have I dance a lot I recently because of this one one of the things that I started was a new page that has a lot more of my dance video blog sort of where I engage with some apps that that's that's become sort of a repository for me for people who are looking at body movement as a way to communicate and the songs itself incorporated in the body movement and then the layout, meaning all these this images that you can use so that you can amplify, you know, your message or play around with the message. So I do a lot of that goofing around as I have always done. I, I like, think that's I the like same thing. Goofing around. Yeah, yeah, it's tinkering, right? It's tinkering. It makes you ha- but it makes you happy, and that's the important thing. It, it is something that, yeah, it's a mindset. So you look at things and you just say, uh, I'm going to figure this out and that figuring out, that's another thing where it's like a puzzle and you're figuring out, but really I'm figuring out the complexity of life and the complexity of, of our nature and ourselves, right? Our relationships with everyone. What I'm very good at and what I'm natural with is building connections, building relationships in the most authentic possible ways I could do that. And so if you notice, that's the same way I carry this one, very organic, very natural, and just like, let's roll, let's flow, and let's just, let's just keep moving, you know? And um, that's what is important, I think, in terms of self-care, keep moving. And that, the same way when you see water, if it doesn't flow, then it stagnates, and then that's probably the worst thing that you can ever put in your system. And... Um, and same, same in, with, with so many things, just there's the seasons change. And so you see if a plant grows, you want to remove the dead leaves and the fruits that are rotting and all that. Cause it, it sucks out all the energy that could be distributed in the parts that's functioning so well. So in order to have that healthy circulation, even with, like I said, plants and trees and flowers, you have to know and understand how life springs in it and how it flows in it and, and understand how to take care of that. And, and that's how I deal with, with myself. I just go out, I reach out, I reach in, 
and I create all these movements. You swim in life. You dance through the rain and the sun and all the changes, and you just dance. <laughs> and so that whole dancing part is a it's a union. It's a partnership. It's a conversation. So you have that conversation inside and outside, and then you realize there's no separation between you and the outside. It's a movement. And just and that's just when everything synchronizes. That's when everything just connects. Nice, nice. That's, <laughs> that's healthcare. That's what that's what people really just need to to look at. Basics. What's natural for us. Get back to what's nature. Yeah. You know, you don't stand have to make- and and be responsible towards each other and be the better version of yesterday. Right. And you also just yeah don't overthink don't overthink living your life. Yeah, just 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 it'll come to you. You know, there are other people that'll come to you too. And if you can't figure out a piece because it's beyond your your reach, someone will. If you extend yourself well, someone will. Right. Yeah. Cool. Well, let me ask you. I'm gonna ask you. I guess I'm gonna ask you a wrap up question because we're at the wrap up time. Okay. Uh, yeah. So if you could tell the earlier version of Christina, if you can tell her one thing, what would you tell her? The earlier version. Oh, uh, talk. Better. I think it's talk better because when you talk, you know that whatever, you know, you talk, you listen better. If you can talk better and listen better. You will have a better connection with everything your link with each other is way beyond what you could have avoided, you know, if you wanted to avoid something in your life. You wanted to just be sort of that perfect self. And we always think, no, but nobody's perfect. No, we are in our flaws, right? We are that perfect image. And uh, if you can do that, then you're good. <laughs> you're good. Awesome. So that's it. <laughs> Cool. No, I love it. I love it. I think I think it's important um, for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I felt I felt afraid to use my voice for a very long time. And now I'm feeling confident to do it. And I'm happy that I'm doing it because what I've what I've been withholding and what I'm now sharing is very relatable to people who say, like, why haven't you been speaking for so long? So mm-hmm. talk better and don't hesitate to be personal in your speaking is what I would probably add. To it don't like make it human make your speech human talk about who you are let people <laughs> meet the you through the through your words yeah and even the pain the pain sometimes is the highlight for some people it's sometimes that's the silver lining that is the part where people actually get to understand why you're doing what you do why that way you know where did this all come from when you Showing them for fragility. Don't be afraid of that. Embrace it. Like the wounds in your body. Like the, the process that seems so difficult. Go through it with others. And just say, you know, it's painful. But look, I'm, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I'm still at the beach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think fragility is important. I think a lot of people, you know, they they try to personify themselves as the perfect being, but you know, we all have wounds, and if we expose them, people might understand and might be a little more. Um, I don't want to say sensitive, but understand who you are. Exactly. It, it provides a perspective and a, and a window into your life that might avoid the un, like the judgments that they would otherwise have without understanding that context. So the context is important. Yeah. yeah. The thing you know, I, I, I see the, the way, the power of doing digital stuff, the, the power of virtual connection and expedites beyond lightning, right? How we get each other. But the face-to-face, that in-person, that chemistry, when you have a person in front of you and you not only receive the voice in person live, but you actually see that person live in the flesh where you can, you might be able to shake hands and touch each other that way and know that you're not my dream, you're reality except that you just smell look sound and feel like my dream you are the real thing you know and do that people in front of you will say oh i can be that too I yeah. can be that. you just gotta tell them let them in awesome well thank you so 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 very much for meeting with me bearing the cold and san francisco morning the chilly morning sitting outside showing me your view the nice beautiful trees because i don't know when i'm going outside <laughs> you know given all these podcast editing that i need to do and launching a business which i did this week okay yeah so thank you again um i hope i i will be in touch with 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 what's coming and 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 i wish you all the best and yeah you too thank you all again for tuning in this is your host tamar weinberg of the common sense podcast Until next time, 